Why do you want to know my name? Because I want to know who I'm looking at. I was hoping that would go a little bit higher. What would? Oh, the mic? The mic. I can have it. <laughs> I can it hold can it. It get as tall as it already is when it's at its shortest, I guess. It should telescope. Oh, I guess that and would make sense. Actually, like, I mean, I guess that's technically telescopic, but it's... Well, telling you about telescope... Very good. ...for our concert... <laughs> wow. ...that we will be at the day <laughs> after. <laughs> well, it's relevant. Yeah. So the concert that we are attending mm-hmm. the day after the day before this episode comes yeah. out, I ordered a telescopic lens for my phone. Oh, for photos! Nice. <gasps> That'll be fun. So we'll see if it works or not. I have bought two already, and they were trash. So I bought a third. Oh. So maybe the third time is the charm. Why didn't they work? Um, they just didn't look just good. Just being dumb. Oh, and like wouldn't quite focus great, and like only one of uh. the lenses worked, and I was like, ugh. I don't need the wide angle. I can do that with my phone anyways because yeah. it's got the iPhone's got the 0.5. Yeah. So you can like really zoom too. out. Oh, yes. Nice. I, I just have Apple we're products. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. We're, we're doing it. Okay, cool. <laughs> Happy season finale, Whee! everybody. Hello. Welcome um, to episode eight of season 11 of Glitter and Gore, where we will be taking a like six week sabbatical. Because that's I will be, true. Um, well, so we'll be back in May. I'm just gonna get out this out of the way now, because my final thesis is due April 30th. So then after that, it's like whew, season, little, so I can like yeah. breathe. Mm-hmm. So essentially, you will hear nothing from us the rest of March. Nothing in April, but then May will be back and raring to go. So just a little bit longer, an extra couple of weeks. But I got a thesis. I got things I got to do. She's got a master's to complete. Yeah, so I just got calm to- down, you guys. <laughs> God. <laughs> but yes, in the meantime, Cammy and I, when this comes out, we will have seen Maya Hawk the night before. Yeah. Super exciting, but bum. And at the same time, so I had purchased the meet and greet VIP stuff and she had canceled London and New York, but hadn't canceled the rest of the tour yet. So we were like, okay, you know, we'll see. Yeah. And she said like talking to hundred fans every night has been really great, but it's like taking a toll on her voice and you know, mm-hmm. she just did Jimmy Fallon last night. So, I mean, she has had a lot. She did a college Ooh, performance. So she had a Jimmy lot of Fallon. other. She had a lot of other shows outside of the tour. Yeah. She's on vocal rest. So she, I got the email that she ended up canceling the rest of the U.S. tour, which was uh, the meet and greets, not the actual concerts. So, but they did offer like a virtual one-on-one. So I said, sure. Yeah. But so it's, how's that going to work? It's like Zoom? They're going to give details, but it's all we know for sure right now is that it'll be after the tour's over, which okay. the last day of tour is the day this episode comes out. Oh, okay. In Minnesota, and then... So it'll... It could anytime, be right around the corner, right? It could be seven days from now. It could be a few weeks from now. I said with my luck, it'll be when I'm at C2E2. Oh, no. That would suck. Make it work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I'm already mad at them anyway, so. Expensive ass. Yeah, C2E2. I have a slight bone to pick with them, but my biggest issue today was I finally was able to purchase my one-day ticket because I didn't, I wasn't, I can't justify paying $38 a day for parking. Is C2E2 the Disney one? No. It's Chicago Entertainment and Comic. Oh, okay. So it has a ton, like artists alley is like rows and rows and rows and rows of artists that's cool it is i was looking at the um i've never been there before me neither and i thought it was at the same place that fan expo's at and i was sorely mistaken Mm -hmm. it is at mccormick place so it is enormous probably yeah nice so that's where they have the oddities convention now oh it's huge bonkers okay you know, so I'll also be at C2E2 that Saturday. Just Saturday. Yes. So that is, and then it's April, I am crying. I'm so sorry. It'll be very stressful. It's going to be worth it, though. I sure hope so. It'll be fine. What are you getting your master's in? Professional writing. Oh, okay. 
I don't know why. Like, I was I was thinking that you were getting your master's in education. Everybody, everybody's been thinking it's did education. You, did you want to at um, one point? Yeah, but then. In the past? Yeah, but then, you know, things happened. And okay. I was like, no. Because I was like, she's, she hasn't been, like, like student teaching or anything. And I'm like, I think it's writing. I'm pretty sure it's writing now. I did have. Um, yeah. I did have students ask me. So, like. For subbing, does this count for your student teaching? And I'm like, my guy. Yes. <laughs> no. That was today. I had a student who was like, "Hey, Miss Jensen, what's your podcast?" And I said, "Ask me in a few weeks." And he's like, "A few weeks?" And I was like, "Yeah." He's gonna forget. Nice. And if he doesn't, well, then maybe Those idiot kids. <laughs> when he's like, "Why can't you tell me now?" And I was like, "Cause I said so." Yeah. You know, it's it's been a, I'm just ready for spring break. We're all ready for spring break. Yeah. I'm not ready for spring break. Oh, I guess your load gets really crazy. <laughs> it sure does. It I, It's pandemonium as soon as the big kids get home every day. Like Tanner's a different kid. It's crazy. I believe it. I have th- three different house sitting jobs for nice. spring break. At the same time? No. Oh, okay. That's um, good. There's one that's like the, almost the full week, and then there's a, there's like three days that overlap with that one. Okay. And then I'm off that Saturday where I will be downtown the entire time, and then I start watching another house the next day. Wow. Damn. <laughs> but it kind of will help the um. You can relax. It'll help with this. Oh, not the day that I've got to go between the two houses, because it's no. I mean after oh. you're you know. Oh yeah, I can re- I can sleep in my day. own bed. Um, but the, but it's, there's a lot of other, so for my other podcast for grad school that week, Mm -hmm. I'm recording like three episodes that week. Wow. So it's going to be relaxing, but also really not because I still have normal grad school that week. So are you you taking a class about podcasting or is podcasting just my thesis? It's your whole thesis. It's my whole thesis. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. So it's a lot of. Um, I've been playing a lot of email tag with a lot of different podcasters and it's a little bit, you know, and I have had to be a pain and be like, hi, me again. Hi, me again. Yeah. And it's kind of like I, when Chester was like, no, I'm really glad you like kept reminding me. Mm -hmm. So I I think of that when I go and send these follow-up emails. So yeah. I'm not just like, I don't, so I don't feel like a jerk. So you're not scared or like, because that can be kind of anxiety inducing. Oh yeah. Sometimes. I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to be a bother, yeah. but also like, you're like, yeah, sure. I would love to. Yeah. And then we've been playing back and forth, but you they're know? not answering you. So. so, and that's just kind of like, and it's been, but that's why that week is so crazy. Cause I'm like, I'm off this whole week. So I have open availability. <gasps> Do you want something really fun? Yes. So for C2E2, it's on the 1st. It's on April Fool's Day. Okay. I'm getting my hair done on the 31st. Okay. So I'm hoping. It'll be fresh. That it, I can, whatever, however she styles it, I can just sleep keep on it. it and then keep it for the next mm-hmm. day because. That'll um, work. Yeah. I've got three photo ops the next day. If not, you can just touch it up in the morning. Yeah. But no, no, I've got three photo ops. So I've got Will, who plays Eric Matthews on Boy Meets World. Oh, right. I have Mae Whitman. No way! Yes. She just got outed. And then I have my duo photo with Michael Rosenbaum and Tom Welling. Okay. (gasps) That'll be exciting. That's like the last thing of the night for me because that's at 620. Oh, okay. And the convention ends at 7. Oh, my. So, actually, all three of my photo ops are in the, like, afternoon, evening. So, it's kind of like, oh, I don't have to, like, rush there. Yeah. But I might want to because I feel like, like there's going to be a whole heckin' lot to look at. Yeah. Plus, my friend Mike's parents are Marvel comic artists. That's cool. And they're going to be there. So, I'm going to surprise. Both of his parents? Yeah. So, his dad cool. draws them and then his mom is the colorist. So, they're, like, a cute little duo. Wow. So, I have not. Goals. I've seen... I've seen Mike recently, but I haven't seen his parents, so I'm just going to – I don't want to tell them. I want to just yeah. surprise them and just hey. show up at their booth. And they're actually in the same aisle as the 
his name's Tim, but he's the Goosebump artist. Literally the same, the one who did the haunted mask. Can you tell him I said hi? Yes, and I'm gonna big fan, huge. I'm gonna try to go to Half Price Books and see if they have the, like the OG cover still. Oh yeah, because I would love to just get it at that sure price and do. not the like insane no. prices out there and just have him sign it. Yeah, and That'd be awesome. so I have one, but I want to get two mm-hmm. because remember the episode with Chester where we talked about it. Yeah, I would love to get that sign and be like, I have a gift for you. Oh, and be now so you nice. can be as scared as I am. <laughs> Uh, and because I would just, I'm looking for, I'm, I'm really excited because I want to make sure to do that so I can be like, you scarred me as a child. <laughs> yeah, like, thanks. Well, and then Thank it's just you. like, it's, it's one of those things where um, my friend Amanda was on the podcast, um, mm-hmm. the other one, and we were talking about like our first convention experiences, and, like when were you like really starstruck, and it's really funny, like the ones that I, I was like, I had already told the Solska story on there, but I'm like, yeah. I think that was really the first time where I was like, Oh yeah. I mean, I don't. You've never seen me like that before. No. No. And that was. I mean, like I guess that I was more scared. You were nervous. Well, I was more nervous meeting them than I was Joseph Quinn. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I don't know. I don't think so. Just because, like, I think that you were more nervous to meet them because. Probably, I'm assuming it's just because, like, you went to film school and, like, they are almost, like, I don't want to say, like, heroes, but, like... I look up to them. Exactly. Like, Like, women in the industry, it's, like, there's a deep connection, I think. I was intimidating meeting Joe Quinn because he is a very attractive man. He's handsome. And he's also... One thing I will say about Joseph Quinn, for anyone who's ever meeting him, is that he... When you are in front of him, he acts like you are the greatest thing to ever Aww. happen. That's really sweet. I mean, he really, especially he's... considering like how many people he's meeting at these conventions. Mm-hmm. It's that's noble of him. I mean, he really, he like lights up and gets excited with each person he meets, yeah. you know, and that's, I, that's really, it's really easy to like treasure that. Yeah. You know, and that's, you know, the, with the Soskas, you know, like I wrote the letter cause I was so like, I think <laughs> that's going to happen with like Michael, Michael Rosenbaum and Tom Welling this weekend. Uh-huh. Or in the, You're going to like freak weeks. out a little bit. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. were, Smallville was such a critical part of my, like, youth. Yeah. So that, like, it shaped me. And that was, like. It's nostalgia. Well, and that was, like, it was the first show me and my dad watched together. Like, yeah. that was, like, our show. Mm-hmm. So to be able to meet them and be like, hey, thanks for bringing that to life. Yeah. And it was something. Like, and it's one of those things where I don't. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't want to be like, that was me and my dad's show. I don't want them to think, like, he's dead because he's yeah. not. <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of, like. special regardless. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. that was kind of. The so I'm excited, and then you know, and what so when May when when May Whitman was added, I was like, Well, that's an easy buy, and she was the photo op was 80, okay, with the digital copy, so it was like 70. Oh, nice, okay, it's not bad. Um, for the duo, it was 120, so that's Uh $60, yeah, guy, yeah, and then. Will is 60 as well. So 70 with the digital. I like the digital okay. copies because then it's, yeah. you can make copies. Because, like, you know, they print the 8 by 10s Yeah. One thing, sorry, I'm, the conventions thing have been such at the forefront. No. Especially because okay. it's been a lot of the other podcasting side yeah. of what I've been doing. But Fan Expo's been doing this thing now where you can get premium autographs. Uh-huh. You're, AKA you're paying extra for anything that's not an 8 by 10 photo. Okay. So Leah Thompson. That's big. Eight by ten is just you know, but nice. like that's like, like the standard that they like yeah. print for you. But like, so Leah Thompson, I was looking at hers, and hers is like it's an extra twenty dollars to get anything. I'm like, okay, that I can deal with. Like, that's not a huge one. Yeah. Carl Weathers, his normal autographs eighty. Uh huh. If you want a premium one, anything Star Wars, Funko Pops, Star Wars. Are you right. ready for how much? How much more do you think that is? Um, at least fifty bucks. Right. $220 more. Carl Weathers. $300 to have him sign a Funko Pop anything Star Wars related. Does he hate Star Wars? I don't know. It's, it's, I've said it before, the Star Wars fans. If I was in Star Wars, I would probably only want to meet the people who would be willing to pay that much to meet me too. <laughs> 
Like, I, I, I don't know. I just, I, it's, yeah. They're a bunch of crazy people. The Star Wars fans drove George Lucas to sell Star Wars to Disney. Like, they're bullies. They're a bunch of fucking bullies. Like, really? Star Wars, yeah. Like, I think, I really think that George Lucas, like, threw up his hands and was like, Everybody hated the prequel twi- tri- the prequel trilogy. <laughs> I wish I could actually laugh that in my okay, mouth. Yeah, oh my anyway, God. everybody hated the prequel trilogy. Um, he was bullied about that, and then you know he's he's he was bullied because he he did the um, like special editions for Star Wars and. Never gave anyone the theatrical cuts. And he was, you know, I, I think the Star Wars fandom is so toxic. And, like, they bullied Kelly Marie Tran and they bullied Daisy Ridley off of social media. Um, I think both of them don't have social media anymore because of the Star Wars fans. It's... You know... No one is ever truly happy, but at the same time... It's okay. You can be unhappy with the way a movie turns out without, like, actively trying to ruin someone's life. Without being an asshole. Exactly. And a lot of Star Wars fans take things very personally whenever they don't like something. I... Fandoms are interesting. Yes. Like... I would never like to be a part of one. I am a fan of a lot of things. Me too. (laughs) And... You know, I, you know, I told you earlier, I said, there's, I'm realizing there are certain times where I've been like an ignorant split, like ignorance and bliss. Yeah. And had like no idea what was going on. And then Mm -hmm. the way in the group chat the other day, you know, when, um, did you watch Community? Yeah. And there's like the alternate timelines Mm -hmm. and then like Troy comes in and everything's on fire and they're fighting. Yes. I was literally like, I'm like me walking into the stand up. (laughs) (laughs) But I was just like, whoa. (laughs) I mean, like, that's like, that's how it feels sometimes if you're like just getting into a fandom. So it was so funny. With him. I love Troy. I so at work. So my friend Allie, we are literally Troy and Abed. Like That's you put awesome. the two of us together, and it's <laughs> every time any admin sees us, they go, "Nope, that's trouble." <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Woo!" Troy and Abed in the morning, at night. <laughs> Troy and Abed in stop motion. <laughs> that was stop motion. I just forgot how to talk. Stop motion. I just Donald Glover. No. Donald Glover. That's all I have to say. And I like I love Childish Gambino. I love I just... Childish Gambino. I love. Have you watched Atlanta? I've yet? seen a couple episodes. Yeah, God, it is so good. <laughs> Chef yeah. kisses everywhere. Yeah, it's he's he's incredible. Lando Calrissian. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh. You know he's. Mm-hmm. And he's also like really hot. Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to objectify, but he is. A okay. very attractive man. Very attractive. And he's really funny. He does stand He's hilarious. Oh, my God. Oh, what? my gosh. Yes. Ugh. He, I, he's the whole package. Yes. So this episode is not as structured as we I thought like it was going to be. Our Women in Horror podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, because it's the season finale and it's been they know. a very crazy season just because of mm-hmm. life and with my final semester of grad school yes. and whatnot. And then... Cammy revealed to me, and I'm revealing to you now, she did not watch the Oscars. <laughs> I did not watch the Oscars. Wah, wah. I, like, I, I, I was like, I didn't do my homework. I'm really sorry. We were supposed to talk about the Oscars on this episode, and uh, I was thinking about watching the Oscars, but like, there was really no way for me to do it, and also, I don't have cable. And I, I think I could have found it somewhere, but yeah. I was seeing Scream 6 at the time. And so, then I was like, if Kaylee has seen Scream 6, this episode, I can almost guarantee, is going to turn into a discussion on Scream 6. So we're doing that. I gave up a little <laughs> on trying to watch the Oscars. And, like, I Brendan Fraser and Kiwi Kwan oh, won. Oh, my gosh. And that's all so I needed to see. We So Stevie, Jillian, and I are in a group chat. Mm-hmm. And we met... Well, Jillian and I met in New Orleans. Stevie was there, but I did not, like, meet her when I was there. But we were in a group chat together. Mm-hmm. And so the three of us all saw Scream Thursday night. Mm-hmm. So then we all waited until everyone had seen it because we're in, like, different time zones. And then – because we're in three different states. And then we 
talked about it. And then we all watched the Oscars together on Sunday and then like Aww, talked about it as we went. So it's very, I just have to give them a little shout out because that was very much the, yeah. you know, it was like, it was really nice because I was like, okay, I can talk about Scream Sex with people who have seen it without spoiling it for anybody. Yes. And then with the Oscars, it was kind of fun to have that like extra yeah. banter to it. It's so, like a live tweet, but it's people you know, so it's right. more fun. Well, and it's not as like aggressive because like yeah. people were mad when Jamie Lee Curtis won and Angela Bassett didn't. And I was like, yeah, you know, like, when Jamie Lee won and she just said, shut up, like, I loved I love it. Her. I love her. And I was so excited. Yeah. And then when he won, I was, we were, every speech, we were all just crying in the group chat. It was just one of those things where, like, I still, anytime one of the clips of him winning comes up, I'm just in tears all over again. It's just, like, like it, it's so, it's such a beautiful thing when something like that happens. And it's, we're really getting so many... Hollywood comebacks and you know we have Key back we have Brendan back we have all these people who were integral integral Mm -hmm. to our childhoods and um and we're watching them produce not only these like super fun adventure action whatever movies we're watching them make these like incredible films and, and and they're so they're so big and dramatic and i have to admit i haven't seen the whale yet but i was obsessed with everything everywhere all at once and it's kind of funny so my next neighbor texted me and she was like oh have you seen it? i said yeah i liked it mom what? didn't everything everywhere all at once my parents didn't like it yeah I, I don't know it seems like the parents don't seem to like it but like i saw it in the theater with tanner and we were yeah Oh my gosh, we like left. We saw it on Mother's Day, which was pretty bad that we Ooh. saw it on Mother's Day without our moms. But, but like, it's about moms. I know. And well, and that was M- Michelle's speech where she's talking about like never tell, like never let anyone tell you that you're, yeah, you know, you're too old for it. You know, how I forgot her exact verbiage, yeah. but you know, it's that same thing where it was really important. And then you know, each time that they won for that movie, you know, there's one where they thank teachers. There's one where they just thank moms, and I'm just like. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, just tears. And it's, I... <laughs> it's really beautiful. I'm really glad that Women Talking won something because that was... I didn't see that one. It was on... It was streaming on Prime leading up to the Oscars. So, like, uh-huh. they took it off the day after oh, okay. the Oscar. Like, they took it off, like, the but... night of the Oscars. But I watched it. And in a way, there was a point where I'm like, this... Why does this feel like an M. Night Shyamalan movie? Because it's... Okay. It's based on a true story. But yeah. the way that it's, you know, you look at it, you think it's old timey and then yeah. there's someone saying hey come out for the 2010 census yeah and i'm like so i'm like thinking like like the village like the village yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like like it made me think of the village and so i was like uh-huh. what but you know i saw i saw elvis okay. kind of shocked that nothing kind of, it didn't win anything yeah i it was a really great it was really long but it was really great and then there of course online everyone goes like oh my gosh you know Brendan won over Austin and Austin. I'm like, he's beaming with pride for Brendan winning. Like, I'm like, Austin Butler's 30. Exactly. He, he, I think there... This was Brendan Fraser's year. I really think that Austin Butler will get one at some point. Yeah. I have no doubt Joseph Quinn will get one at some point. And he did a great job. It's not like... I think Stephanie's going to get one at some point. Yeah, definitely. There are so many... Like, up-and-comers that are really... Like, just because your favorite didn't win doesn't mean that they lost well right you know what i mean being nominated's already a huge deal it's a gigantic deal like they chose what five six people to Mm -hmm. be nominated to be one of the best that year is still amazing and like you know if if austin butler did a lot for that movie i didn't see it but like you you know i've i've seen bits and pieces of it i've seen clips of it and he really put his body and soul into that Mm -hmm. movie Mm-hmm. And he did deserve to be nominated for that. Oh, 100%. And he was. 100%. Just because he didn't win doesn't, you know, demean the work he put into it. He was I mean, acknowledged. We, Leonardo DiCaprio, think about how long it took mm-hmm. him to win one. Like, it's, I think this year was a really great year for movies. What I really enjoyed about the Oscars this year was that there was no major drama. The only thing is Kimmel made it really cringy at some points with just some of the... yeah kind of jokes like there was a lot about like the slap and it's like okay great we're all over it we got it yeah but i mean there was really no drama it was everyone had these really heartfelt speeches it was very sweet yeah 
one of the it's one of the documentary ones i think they like took their time to sing happy birthday to someone that it was like based like it was very sweet like it was all it was felt very wholesome there was no like major uproar nothing crazy you know and it was it's kind of everything ever all at once everyone who was nominated won except for stephanie but she was not but who she was there's two of them from that movie nominated and they exactly. said jamie won yeah and stephanie didn't look upset at any point yeah she's just i mean she still technically has her oscar because it won best picture yeah you know so she still has one exactly <laughs> you know? like yeah um it was really that movie's year I was, yeah i, was I very, that's why very happy about and it was that. i was a little worried there was definitely a while because um, all Quiet on the Western Front was winning a lot too. Mm-hmm. Like they were sweeping a lot of categories, so it's kind of yeah. like I think it's going to come down to the two. Yeah, and that one Best International Film, correct? Right? No, it didn't. Yes. Oh, I I think I saw that it won. I it's I saw that it won something. I it think won. it was international because I I think it was the Irish movie that won international. Really? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, I loved it. Um. Uh. Uh. The um banshees i'm gonna pull up the list okay <laughs> hang on okay so best picture was everything ever all at once mm-hmm. best actor was brendan actress was michelle not to not to was the best original song which I was a little surprised because I was definitely thinking it was going to either be Lift Me Up or Hold My Hand because they were both very emotional, but no. All Quiet on the Western Front, you were correct, did win Best International Picture. Okay. I didn't know that it was not an American movie. I didn't either. Um, so I was surprised when I saw it in that um, category. Pinocchio won for... Right. And that was the first speech. <sighs> Guillermo del Toro's speech was just great. And it was pretty much like saying, like, don't forget about this category. Like, this yeah. is not just, you know, this is cinema. And I was like, you know, Turning Round was great. Marcel the Shell with with shoes on, you know, all, I mean. While I was disappointed that Marcel the Shell with shoes on did not win, I fully 100% understand why Pinocchio won. Um, Anything with Guillermo del Toro at the helm is is just. Yes. Amazing. All Quiet won for Best Original Score. Documentary was. Who did the score for that? Volker Bertelman. Okay. I don't know who that is. Um, did you see Tar? Oh, that's what I screwed up. No, I did not see Tar. Okay. It was An Irish Goodbye is what won Best Live Action Short Film. Oh, okay. That was what I screwed up. I see. I've never heard of that. Adapted Screenplay was Women Talking, which I did not know that Glass Onion was nominated for that. Really? Yeah. Cool. That was a shock to me. I liked that movie. I did, too. We that's watched great. it. My mom and I watched it two days in a row. Oh. We watched it, and then we got my dad to watch it oh, the nice. next day. <laughs> Roped him in. Oh, yeah. Um, Avatar won for Best Visual Effects, which I figured it was going to be that or Black Tracks. Panther. Yeah. So, And then The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse won Best Animated Short Film. Okay. And someone just gave me that book, like, in December. So it's adapted from a book. I know that. I think I got my mom that book for, like, her birthday last year or something. Am I crazy? Maybe. I don't know. But Top 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 Gun, I was a Top Top Maverick, uh-huh. one for Best Sound. Production design was All Quiet. Best Editing was Everything Everywhere All at Once. Black Panther was Best Costume Design. And then yeah. Best Hair and Makeup Styling was The Whale. I only saw the first, like, half hour of Black Panther. Um, but that was a delicious-looking movie. Like, oh. it was so... Both Black Panther movies so far have been so beautifully I, just organized in general. My heart just always, like, yeah, it just holds such a place just because of, you know. Yeah. So, you we both saw everything everywhere all at once. Mm-hmm. Did you see Top Gun? Yeah. Okay. Women Talking, you didn't see, I did. No. Banshees, did you see? Mm-hmm. I did not. Triangle of Sadness. No. Did not see that either. I heard it was good, but I also heard that it was, like, a huge bummer. Yes. I would agree that sounds, with that. I, I feel like any movie that's nominated for Best Picture. I'm sorry. It's literally called is, Triangle of Sadness. Yeah. Is typically like, this movie's going to bum you out. The Fablemans? No. I got it from the library. It's sitting on my TV stand right now. I want to see it. All Quiet on the Western Front? Nope. Avatar? No. Elvis? 
No. I saw. And then Tar. Yes. Okay. And I did not. Tar was good. I have every intention of watching it. So. Um, it's kind of a slow burn. Okay. If you're not into it for the first, like, 45 minutes of the movie, neither was I. And also, um, you should probably put the subtitles on. Oh, I always have subtitles on. Yeah. All the time. Because we were having kind of a hard time hearing it. Um, and we never do the subtitles, but we did for that. Yeah. Because it was just, it was very quiet. And it's all very, there's a lot of dialogue and not a whole lot of anything else going on. Okay. Um, for the first, yeah, 45 minutes of the movie. But then it sort of gets juicier and juicier as the movie goes on. And it wasn't any... I didn't know what was going to happen in that movie. Like, I had yeah. no idea what it was about. All I knew is that she was a conductor. That's it. I didn't even know that going... Like, nothing. Yeah. Um, and then I did also watch After Sun, which um, Paul Mescal was nominated for for okay. Best Actor. Really good. What's it about? It's a daughter looking back at her relationship with her dad 20 years back. Okay. And they're, like, on vacation. Mm-hmm. It's a very sweet movie, but it is – it's sad. It uh-huh. breaks your heart. But it's, like, it's a – Women Talking was that sweet spot of, like, hour 40. Okay. After Sun was that sweet spot, like, hour 45. Uh-huh. So I was like, wow. So Jillian had seen all of the best pictures except for Avatar. Okay. And I was like, valid. That's – I – Good for her. Avatar for me is – I had a friend in high school who was obsessed with Avatar when it came out. We had a Christmas party at his house, and he put the movie on. A Christmas party. Wow. Nothing says Christmas quite like James Cameron's Avatar. I'm like, there's so many great Christmas movies, but we're going to put on Avatar for the 30th time. Yeah. So I, I'm a little bit burned by it because of okay. that. But, like, I love Pandora at Disney World. Like, I oh, love yeah. it. It's gorgeous. It's, you know, Beautiful. like. Beautiful. I like the movie, yeah. but I got burnt out on it. So I'm like, I don't need another one. I don't need this right now. You know? Um, yeah. And I also heard that it was, like, a lot of people kind of described it as, like, sadness porn. Like, <laughs> like, it, like, like, it felt sad for sad's sake. Okay, right. If that sure, makes sure, sense. Sure, yeah. And I've, I've seen movies like that before where it's just like, bummer city. Before we go on. Yes. John gave us a drink today. Uh, 30 minutes in. Yes. <laughs> we haven't even done our picks yet. Nothing. Thank you, John. Um, yeah, John said he was feeling Irish today. So we have Jameson and ginger ale. This is coming out. On it's like, really good. It's great. I've never had this before. You texted me what we were having and so we're at my house tonight Mm -hmm. so in real life in real life and when you had texted me though i was at the store so i was like okay i tried to get like the like little shooters didn't have them whatever but i was able to get the smaller bottle Mm -hmm. i digress but i was like oh perfect timing i can we can actually do it like legit not have to like stress because we already have everything yes we're not scrambling um and then because we're already here um let's do our picks really quick for the week oh okay do you have one because i I have one. So I... You go first. So the, my sweet baby dogs have been losing their marbles. So they've been waking my dad up on the weekend at like 3 a.m. Oh, no. And I'm like, how dare you? How dare you? So they were barking the other day. So I... In the other morning. So I got up mm-hmm. and I put on a movie. This movie is written by Kevin Williamson. Okay. Recent. Hmm. What was it? Sick. Oh, did you like it? I, I didn't see it. Did um, and I, I heard a I lot of people talking about it. I kind of want to spoil it because it was. <laughs> Go ahead. That's fine. Okay. Okay. So spoilers for the next. Spoilers. So it came out. Okay. So sick came out twenty twenty two. It's rated R. Hour and twenty three minutes. Uh-huh. Perfect sweet spot. So due to the pandemic, Parker and her best friend decide to quarantine at the family lake house alone, or so they think. All right, I have to. I, I want to spoil it so bad, so you're cool with it. It's like COVID related, yes, correct? But it's okay. so okay. So it's it's like you think it's like hush words, like she's in the house and then people are breaking in, right? Yeah. And like her, the guy she was seeing like shows up, and then there's a video of her making out with this guy, and he's like, "Who is this?" Blah blah blah. blah. But uh-huh. then he ends up like saying, and then all of a sudden people start getting killed in this house, and they're running and running and running, and mm-hmm. it's two people. It's like. Two guys and whatever, and then she ends up killing one of the guys, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Then she's, like, on the road, bloodied, everything, everything. Mm-hmm. And then there's a woman who, like, stops and, like, do you have your mask? 
because it's around COVID. Yeah. Like, this is, like, right when the world shuts down, whatever. So she puts on the mask, and it's chloroformed. And they oh, bring my God. Her, and they bring her back to the house. <gasps> and then you find out, which just ties into... Oh, man, oh, man. It's a family. Okay. And then the video of the guy she's making out with... Uh-huh. Died of COVID. And they're blaming her. And so they test her, and she's positive, and she's asymptomatic. So they're wow. killing her because they killed because she oh. killed their son at oh my a, like God. end of the world party. I was like, this if this if I did not know that this was a Kevin Williamson movie, I would buy the end. Okay. Wow. I was but like she's That's like crazy this thing up in the nose like she's like I don't have COVID and she's like you're positive you're asymptomatic. <laughs> wow. What? Oh my God. It was really good. That's so crazy. Like I I haven't seen. A movie that is, like, about COVID. Well, and it's kind yet. of crazy because I don't know if you've seen on TikTok, it's the whole cycle of three, like, it's, it's like three years since the world shut down. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. So I'm like, wow. Oh, yeah. It was, like, yesterday. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because it was my dad's birthday, I think, when they were, like, shelter in place. We're yeah. like, happy birthday. You're stuck at home. <laughs> but so that's kind of, so it's appropriate for. That was looking. the day he retired, too. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Wow. Oh, also speaking of your dad messaged me. He's like, hey, I heard you might want another one. And I was like, oh, I'm like, I'm like, Steve, you're just the best. I didn't, like, I brought it up and I, I was like, you messaged her? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love your dad. <laughs> it's totally fine. Oh, my God. So that is my pick just because. Maybe, like I said, it was, I spoiled it, but it's still worth the watch to see. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the kills are really creative. It's really, it's it's worth the watch. I just, I know I just spoiled it for yeah. you, but it's, it's. That's okay. I also watch it at like six in the morning. So if it's terrible, you nice. can tell me. But, you know, I watched it early, but it was, okay. but it was good. I said it was that sweet. <laughs> my I, brain wasn't on yet. <laughs> I mean, but I, that reveal though, I was like, Ugh. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> that's crazy. It's like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but like with COVID instead. Right. So that is so weird. Cam Burglar, what is your pick? Yes. I'm between a few different things right now. I can give another one at the end. I'm I have one. thinking. Um, so I, this is kind of topical because one of my friends just made a gorgeous set series. You know, he made a bunch of bootleg VHSs of um, Tammy and the T-Rex. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever seen this movie before. Uh-huh. Those of you who have not seen this movie, it stars Denise Richards and Paul Walker. Um, and it's about a girl whose boyfriend um, gets like beaten up so bad that they have to transfer his brain into an animatronic T-Rex. It's beautiful. It's going to be the worst movie you've ever seen if you haven't seen it yet. Um, however, it's so much fun. And uh, yeah, a good friend of mine on Instagram just um, made bootlegs of the... Tanny? like the Like the director's cut. Yeah. Um, that was originally called Tanny and the Teenage T-Rex. Uh, so in Tammy and the T-Rex, at the beginning and at the end, Denise Richards... Um, in the theatrical cut, is credited as Tanny, even though it was called Tammy and the yeah. T-Rex. So that's fun. Um, it's just, it's like an additional 10 minutes of sure. gore, carnage. All right. Carnosaur. Carnosaur. If you will. Um, so, yeah, that one's a whole lot of fun. And also, I just watched Alien 3 for um, Spooky Time Presents. Yeah. And it was better than I thought it would be. That's nice. all I'm going to say about it. I also will plug School Spirits. It's a new show. Oh, how is it? It is good. Mm. Nice. I mean, it's got a great cast. You know, it's... it's, mm-hmm. But the twists in it so far, I'm three episodes in, because they, like, it premiered last week, so they did, like, three episodes right at the drop. Yeah. It's, it's on streaming. It's just on Paramount+. Plus. But I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty good. Nice. So that's my other little picky pick of the Sick. week. I don't think I want Alien 3 to be one of my picks. I guess I just other things we watch this week maybe yeah. would be better. It's not great. Sure. But it's not terrible. It's perfectly fine for what it is. Why does that make me think of Garfunkel clones? So! Good call. Thank wow. you. Without further ado, mm. Scream Frickin' 
Just kidding. Six. <laughs> VI. So this movie literally just came out like a week ago. Mm-hmm. It was the number one movie last week. I really wish that I had seen it um, on Thursday just because everybody was... No, you didn't. Everybody because was that weather it. was disgusting. What? The weather was disgusting on Thursday. Oh, yeah, it, was it was really dangerous. But still. I, I just like seeing everybody go see it and it, like seeing people wear ghost face well, masks to the I theater. I will tell you, the theater was, cool. was not packed. Though, really? Because it was in the middle of a snowstorm. <gasps> wow. Friday probably would have been better. It's actually kind of nice. Where'd you see it? Lake Nels. <gasps> oh, okay. And oh. So did you see yeah. it? Standard? No. You see it 3D? Dolby. Oh. Yeah. Which, like, it's... I saw it in Dolby because it's basically free, right? Yeah. But um, I didn't need to see it in Dolby. I saw it in 3D. You saw it in 3D? Mm-hmm. They filmed it in 3D. And it was really funny because it was really that. blurry at the beginning, so they, like, didn't tune it yet. And all of us oh. are like... <laughs> so then, so somebody's dad went and told them and then they nice. adjusted it it was fine interesting but i mean and all it really did was just add depth to the movie sure well the only time that's that, cool though the only I time that there that. was anything that like was like in your face was like yeah. the shotgun ah. and it was like at the angle it wasn't uh-huh. even like at you yeah. so before we dive in too deep i'm gonna redo our little log line so again the movie came out 2023 literally like a week ago rated mm-hmm. r two hours and two minutes the, long. These, the genres are horror, mystery, and thriller. And the logline is, in the next installment, the survivors of the Ghostface killings leave Woodsboro behind and start a fresh new chapter in New York City. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's yep. all it gives you. <laughs> Ghostface takes Manhattan. I loved that the character Jason was watching Jason Takes Manhattan at the beginning of the movie. Uh-huh. Spoilers ahead. Oh, after, full spoilers. After killing... Um, Samara Weaving. Samara Weaving. Thank you. Um, <laughs> she she played, like, nervous person on date really, really well. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I was talking to Taylor about this after we watched it. He was like... I don't, I don't know how she was having trouble finding someone to date in New York City. He's like, you, she's the most beautiful person I think I've ever seen in my life. You would be surprised, though. It's crazy. Like Says the people in the 14 million year relationship. Million. We're like dinosaurs. Like Tanny. Like Tanny. <laughs> Tammy and the Taylor Rex. <laughs> I mean, you know what? That's kind of accurate, though. It's poetic. he's a very tall man he is um but yeah i loved the opening scene and as soon as i saw her like as soon as she was the first person we really saw i was like she's gonna die first i what was really fun for me as a film person was that Mm -hmm. she was a film teacher and i was like film degree teaching right now Wow. together right Film and also teacher. trying to date because freaking <laughs> life is hard so when she just keeps going down the alley yeah and he's like for someone who teaches film mm-hmm. you still fell right into my trap and I was yeah like, ding dong what are you doing <laughs> you know it was yeah the kill was great the the roommate's kill though when he opens that uh bridge i was like yeah. whoa Ooh, that was gross. It was this movie great. Was, this movie was really gratuitous with its violence, and I really liked that a lot. But it didn't feel... Um, it wasn't, like... I wasn't, like, grossed out. Like, I mean, no. it wasn't, like... It wasn't excessive to a point where I was like, stop. You know what I've been noticing in horror movies lately whenever I watch them? Um, whenever someone's, like, bleeding out, when mm-hmm. somebody's bleeding a lot, there's a noise. There's a sound. <laughs> And it's like a like a trickling sort of like water sound. I wish I could like, like gurgly. Yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't happen. Like, <laughs> like how many they, people have you killed, Cammy? Why do they do this? Several. And like every time, <laughs> every time there's no noise. Um, no, but I I'm just like it's it's sort of a needless yuck factor that yeah. they add to the movies just. To make it a little grosser, and now I can't like unhear it anytime yeah. I hear it in a movie. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think um the scene with Kirby toward the end, whenever she's like really bleeding. Okay. Kirby, 
Yeah. Gave me Mrs. Loomis eyeballs at the end when she jumps back up. Oh, yeah. Kind of. It really, I was like, whoa, okay. Do you want to hear something really embarrassing? Of course I do. Sam Loomis. I didn't get it until he said it in this movie. He was like, what did he say? Sam and Billy, Team Loomis. And I was like, Sam Loomis! Oh my god! That's why they called her Sam! Because of Donald Pleasance! And, you know, Sam Loomis from Psycho, I guess. But, Uh like, I just... And, apparently his mother's name is Nancy. Yeah. Yeah. And Nancy Loomis is who played Annie in in Halloween. Like, I, I didn't... I never... Because, like, I, I knew, like, Loomis was, you know, an homage to... And, like, their last name is Carpenter. Like, right. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, but, so, the actress who played Quinn, mm-hmm. she was on <laughs> the red carpet. This is so cute. <laughs> like, asked her who her favorite ghost face was, and he said Billy Lopez. And I was like, who the hell is Billy Lopez? <laughs> Billy and like, Lopez. And she's, he's, like, right there. And I'm like, yeah. she's, like, so she's looking at Skeet. And I was just like... I'm like, is this last name Lopez? I was like, no, it's Lopez. <laughs> Am I being punked right now? She... That's so funny. So how did you feel about the oh reveal <laughs> of who Ghostface was? It was I. Every time I watch a Scream movie for the first time, I'm like, shit. You know, I, I didn't see it coming and I feel stupid. So, like, there's always a part of me that's like, oh, I didn't figure it out. And then well, I'm like, you know what? This is kind of cool. But that's like Mindy. She's like, oh, I screwed up again. Yeah. Like, the whole time. The most, I think, the most grotesque death is when they're going over the ladder. Yeah. And she's already, like, gutted. Like, there's no way yeah. that she would still be moving at that no. point. And when she's just hanging on to the ladder for dear life, and then they're just shaking. When Ghostface just... Yeah. I was like... Uh-uh. And they're, they'll just watch. There's nothing you can do. Exactly. Like, what Like what can they do? They're not going to climb out there. No. And then the, the train scene, I thought was really great. It was good. Yeah. Because people are already... And what's so gross, I think it's an interesting commentary on the world in a way where... The second they're like, oh, Ghostface killings are back. And everyone goes and buys the stuff. Yeah. I'm like, that's gross. It is gross. What are we doing? You are idiots. You know, and then, um, but you know, because you see the roommate just sitting there. Yeah. Can't see her. Can't see her. And then, you know, she, mm-hmm. you know, and that was, everybody was like, if anything happens to the twins, I'm done. If anything, mm-hmm. should... Should Chad have made it out of there? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, but he, I'm happy that he was alive. I, <gasps> Core oh four. my gosh. Core 4. Pick of the week. Oh. I'm sorry. Terrifier 2. Oh, I haven't seen it yet, so. Dude. It was disgusting. You know, I've not seen it yet, so. Yeah. I'm going to ask you please no spoilers. Not going to spoil it. Um, There's really, like, nothing to spoil. Oh, sure. I, 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 I yeah. haven't seen the first one, though, either, so the whole thing is. Yeah. It's more structured than the first one okay. was because the first one was basically just like stab fest, you know, ah, yeah, um, yeah. and that's it. My but favorite stab movie. Yes. <laughs> stab fest. Um, it was it, it just like gory and yeah, but the second one definitely kicked it up a notch and it was super long and I have to yeah. watch it before I get my hair done because it Megan, Megan. I'm telling you now, I will do my homework before I do get my hair done next because she told us to watch it like months ago. And yeah, we that's didn't. right. So yeah, okay. I got it on VHS. I got to watch it on VHS. So oh, that was really cool. Fun. Um, okay. So yeah, it's worth a watch if you're not sensitive when it comes to gore because it is gratuitous. Ugh. It's gross. But one thing I will say fun. is I forgot. Who are you, me? Oh, my God. I saw the group chat sent a picture of Eddie Munson, and I got distracted. Uh, what? Um, oh, I remember what I was going to say. Uh-huh. I really cared about Sam this movie. Like, I was – I said that was my biggest thing hoping going into it. I said I, I didn't 
care for Sam really as a character until mm-hmm. like the very end of the fr- like of like Scream yeah. Five. So I was like, I really want to care about her to be able to enjoy it. Yeah, and I did. Like, yeah, I really like I was able to get really invested in her as a character right away. Like, it really was what I needed. Like, I would rank this above Scream Five because okay. I cared more about what was happening. When Quinn is revealed to not be dead, and yeah. she gets the whatever to the face, and she spits out her teeth. Ooh, that was gross. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> what I would do to be in L.A. right now, to just to do, like, the Scream experience. Yes. Oh, my God. So <sighs> many people are doing that. I just see so many people on Instagram who live in California who are going through and doing it right now. It just looks so cool. Like, I would love to be able to look at, like, the artifactor. Like, 100%. Yeah. And the... Okay. I'm sorry. Big spoiler here. Fucking Richie's family? Yeah. He's, like, across the board rated as, like, the worst ghost face. Like, all, yeah. everything on, like, every, everyone's opinions on TikTok. I love he's Jack like, Quaid, though. I love, oh, I love Jack Quaid. That is not my gripe with it. Well, but then I'm also, like, I And get, I didn't see it coming. They got no. I know. That I did not expect. I, I was, Charlie gets ranked low a lot on, like, the ghost face lists. Why? Oh, he's just a simp. I said, Charlie knew the movies though. Like I, a lot yeah. of people, a lot of people rank Scream Four pretty low. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Like usually, I actually usually rank it like, if you go with the core four. Yeah. Of the franchise, you know. Yeah. It is. It would it, usually it's like for me it's like one four two three. Okay. Because I watched four and then I watched Scream. It's mm-hmm. kind of in the order that I watched them. Okay. And when Kirby's like. Gail, I'm 30. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm 30. And I was like, oh, oh my, my God. God. That makes sense because Scream 4 came yeah. out in 2011, which is the year I graduated. So that does make sense. Yeah. Like, you know, like tracking wise, but. For the fourth one ranks kind of low for me. I, I should preface saying any of this by saying that I love every Scream movie that I've seen. Oh, They're I, all good. I agree. 100%. Um, that's why I hate the ranking. kind of low for me because. Um, it was spoiled for me mm. before I watched it. And that sort of took the wind out of my sails watching that one because I already knew who the killer killer's killer was. Mm. Um, I know there's two, but like I, I knew one of them. I oh, didn't know the other one. Okay. So, okay. Uh, like, that makes sense. Um, now. And I was like, of course she's the fucking killer. She looks like a serial killer. She? I have a thing with, I don't like really Roberts. On I mean, I don't know what it is. It, okay. American Horror Story, though. She... Sure. No, I'm... I love her in American Horror Story. But, like... But, like... She's also not nice in those either. Exactly. She's, like, always a villain. Did you watch Unfabulous? I liked her on... Unfa- I was just... Okay. Say, I liked her on Unfabulous, <laughs> I guess. But, um... Yeah. I think... I, I She played... She played the role really well in Scream 4 for me. And on TikTok, a lot of the... Like, when people are ranking the ghost face, she's mm-hmm. number one for a ton of people. Wow. Like, I'm like, the second I see, like, Billy as, like, three, I'm like, who are you putting above him? Like, he is the OG. <gasps> Did I tell you that I am seeing Scott Foley on the stage? Really? A.K.A. Roman. That's exciting. Yeah, in New York. Why? He's in a play. And oh, we're going cool. to see it. Nice. What, what are you seeing? The Thanksgiving play. Oh, okay. And Sweeney Todd. And Sweeney Todd. Nice. That'd be a good time. But I, TikTok is such an interesting spot for this, like with Scream, because I love Scream. And there was a really cool, I might, I'm going to send it to you, but it's, they, someone made an edit where Steve and Eddie are Ghostface. Okay. And they're going after like Chrissy and Nancy. Okay. And the edit's so good. I'm like, Uh wait, I'm kind of here for this. It's like, wait, this is. The killer was Joe Curie the whole time. (laughs) Spree. (laughs) Oh, Yeah. (laughs) a serial killer he was he good. was <laughs> but i a lot of these edits though like they have certain like they'll put like certain songs with it and so there's like the i've got my eyes on you mm-hmm. song that's trending and they have it where like kirby is seeing jill's plaid shirt mm-hmm. in the ah. you have to think that was her best friend yeah you know and then like and that's why kirby for me was such a sad like that was so sad for me in the, the fourth one because she was ready to give Charlie a chance. Yeah. And then he's like, you fucking waited. 
And I'm like, you don't have to do shit. Like, you yeah. stabbed her. That's ridiculous. You know? Ugh. Oh, my God. Did I tell you that Ghostface called? What? Yeah. Your phone? Yes. Wow. Um, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm like, why is Ghostface calling? And it says, like, New York, New York. I'm like, what the heck? What do you say, Kelly? Let's play a game. Hmm. And so I tweet it, and then Jillian's like, what the fuck? I also got a call from Ghostface. And then Stevie goes, I might have given Ghostface your number. <laughs> so they're doing a promotion uh-huh. where, like, he'll call you, and they'll leave the voicemails. Uh-huh. And then so Jill... Jillian didn't pick it up either time, so it left two different voicemails. Yeah. I picked it up the, the second time. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Kaylee, ah. you're eager. And then it was kind of like, this is good, blah, blah, blah. And then it goes, I'll give you a 10-second start. And then, like, run. And then hangs up. <gasps> but I was like, oh, no. But it was just like, <laughs> no, And then, like, creepy. Stevie, like, she, like, tweeted. She was just like, when you give a serial killer your besties number. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thanks. You know, but it was just like, it was one of those things where it's just like, I'm like, it had to be Stevie at that point. So I was like, who else? If I didn't do it and she, Jill, Jillian didn't do it, yeah. who else is in the group chat? Yeah. But I mean, it, I, I loved when Sam goes to hit Gail and misses and then, and then and Tara, Tara does like, it instead. Just, that was funny. But it's just like, I'm sorry, you pun- I punched you. So no, you're not. not. <laughs> you know, and it's. <sighs> I hate. I, I I sort of did not love that Gail is once again like a villain at the beginning of the movie. That's something that I really didn't like. It, I, it, that happens. I know it's like tradition for that to right. sort of happen in the Scream movies, but it would be nice for her to not be an asshole off screen. Well, and that was for once. Right. Well, that's like you said you weren't going to write a book and then you did. Yeah. And I guess part of me to play devil's advocate for Gail on this is that book dedicated to Dewey is that how she was grieving with what happened probably right you yeah. know like, I mean just like to play devil's advocate on lore that yeah you have no sure. stake in but it was her scene where Ghostface is in the apartment yeah was insane that was really good However, she only Say had it. one gun in the whole place, mm-hmm. and it was safely locked away in her closet well, in a safe that trying... she did not know the combination to until, like, the fifth time that she tried. Well, they're trying to show proper gun storage. I guess. But, like, she doesn't have kids, you know? She doesn't have, you know, she has a boyfriend. Who? And that's it. The muscles didn't help. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's okay. So Sam's boy toy in this, you know, he, I really didn't trust him at all. Yeah. No. Where, but he's like, then trust no one. Like yeah. he does not like try to be like, no, 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 trust me. He's like, then don't trust anyone. Yeah. Like don't. Like, that's okay. He's like, I get it. And he ends up. Stay safe. I hope that you're okay when all of this is over. He ends up coming in all guns a blazing and. Yeah. You know, it. It was refreshing. It was one of those things where. Once it was revealed that it's Richie's family mm-hmm. and the switch you see in Sam where she's like, I guess you just lost, well, you just lost another son. Yeah. And then when Tara, when you see that switch in her eyes. Yeah. And when it's just, trust me. Like, yeah. I really appreciated the arc of Sam holding on Let so, me go. T- well, she's hanging on so tight the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's like, and there's anything wrong. She's there. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then Tara's like, let me go like, yeah trust me and she gives her the knife and boom she lands boom. on his face mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah you know and it's one of those things where you know you're kind of like for a second like is it is it kirby is she losing it you know and i, I believed dermot mulroney whenever he mulroney whenever he said that he she was, was like oh fired. my god it's kirby and i was like oh my god it's kirby and she was fired and i was from- like oh my god i'm so stupid i can't believe i fell He's like, she was fired from the FBI two months ago. Yeah. You know, uh, and it's, uh, but when Kirby jumps back up and yeah. it's, I was like, oh yeah. man, she is. Why weren't they all wearing Kevlar? That's what I want to know. Like bulletproof vests. Oh, thanks. I was like, you know, I just, I feel like that somebody in the FBI who has access to lots of stuff like that would maybe provide them with. 
bulletproof vests. Well, I mean, usually Ghostface isn't using a gun. That's true. This was new for us. The convenience store scene, mm. like the bodega scene was so good. It was so tense. This movie was so tense. And we talked about this already. I thought it was a little too drama. Like, sure. I wanted... But there just were just a little bit of comedy. There a little was, more. There, yeah, say there were pieces where it was kind of yeah. where you needed it. I mean, like truly, like the twins. Like, and I said, I will always love a Meeks family. Yeah. Breakdown. Uh huh. And like looking when when they're uh, afterward, not afterward, but toward the end of the movie, whenever they're in like the the big you know the shrine the shrine and, yeah um they're like oh my god this was uncle randy's and kirby's like oh my god that's the knife i got stabbed with that was really that was really beautiful well and it was interesting for oh one scene that was super sick like in a good way mm-hmm. was when the two siblings just like when they like swipe it at the same time i was like are there 20 ghost faces what's going on well and that's but was I wanted, great. why was billy's knife so bloody but then it was suddenly not bloody i have no idea why was richie renting a space in new york city when he didn't even live there and he never lived there in the first place i think that's what? the biggest were plot the, hole why did <laughs> i'm confused as well why those you know the two guys in the beginning yeah why were they trying to finish his movie because they were also Reddit users. Sure, right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, it's it's a. I, I like. I'm assuming okay. there was a group that was bigger than just Richie and um, the girl from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, whose name I never remember. Mickey. Mickey. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to sound so snooty. No, thank you. Mickey. I, I like. I'm sure that it was bigger than just the two of them, but they really bonded, and they, they were the ones who were like, "We're gonna do this for real, not just think about it." And, um, yeah. So I think once they went dark after dying, um, other people took it upon themselves to continue it or finish it or whatever, but they were Maybe idiots. Maybe it's pronounced Mikey, but regardless, it's... Is it Mikey? It's spelled like Mikey, but I thought it was Mikey. I think you're right. Madsen's last name. Why don't I remember? I just watched that movie like two weeks ago. Yeah, that's Mikey. What's her name? Michelle? Or is her full name Mikey? Her parents are... Really- her character was Amber, which say. Amber had one of the best reveals. Oh, her, her character's name was Amber. Yes. That's what name. I was trying to okay, think Okay, yeah. I was going to say, her real name I'm is. I'm like, yeah. When Liv's like, you're the killer. And she's like, yup, boom. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> that was awesome. I, I, I really loved it. How come she gets on fire every time? Because it's great. I would have loved. So there was, again, TikTok's such an interesting space for this. So they were like, mm-hmm. would you trade this where it was Chad for Wes? Like if Chad died, but Wes was still there. Who was Dylan Minette's character. Yeah. And I really liked him and I was really sad to see him go. Yeah. But I like the core four. Yeah. I like, I like the, the dynamic of Minnie How and did Chad. you feel though about the whole Tara, Chad romance it was cute i don't i don't think it was necessarily like needed but i think that that's something that happens to people a lot where like you've been friends this whole time and now that you're like a little bit older you're a little less afraid to like be like oh i have feelings for this person and i'm gonna i'm gonna let them know about it yeah you know out of the three ghost face the brother was the least impressive to me like he was like but when he switched though, like like once he was revealed though, yeah, like I was like shit. Yeah. Like if I saw him, I think he would be the one I was most afraid of. Yeah, like what me? I was I was in class. Eh. Like I, it was almost too obvious that it was right. him. Oh, exactly. That's why I was like, there's you know? no way. But um, when when again that knife swipe between the two siblings are they yeah. twins? I don't know. I feel like they should Could be. be. No, because I would love if they were twins. Because then you've got mm-hmm. the Meeks twins, and then those twins, and yes. then it's like Mork and evil Mindy twins. Meeks. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I keep calling them in my head. Mork? On accident. You're calling Chad Mork? Mork and Mindy, yes. Um, I love that they used the Stew TV 
Yes. That was, that awesome. was great. You know, there was something super twisted with Sam taking Billy's knife to mm-hmm. get the job done. Yeah. You know, it's it was super, super, super meta. Like, even more so, I think, than normal. Um, I feel like Wes Craven would have liked this movie. Yeah. And I was I was a little worried about it. I was like... Oh, absolutely. I, I was kind of... Well, it felt fast. What? It felt fast. Yeah. And, like, Scream, I've enjoyed all of them so far. And... But I'm not, like, so... Such a, like diehard fan that I'm going to be like picking it apart piece by piece sort of determining whether or not it was good or letting like one little thing that I maybe didn't like about it ruin the whole movie for me. Well, I mean, Um, and I'm obviously scream is my favorite movie, favorite franchise, but I have enjoyed every single one. Yeah. There's not, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be the person in the comments being like, yeah, because that's like, I can enjoy a movie for what it is. And I think the spirit of the OGs are very present in these. They keep, there's enough of consistency with Mm -hmm. the originals that it makes sense. Yes. It's giving scream to a new audience Mm -hmm. that, cause I mean, the first one came out in 96. Yeah. Like it's almost 30 years ago. Exactly. So I mean to have a a new, give it new life without, you know, but like still mm-hmm. keeping the like keeping the originals, especially in the last one, like in the fifth one, you have yes. the OGs. You know, I yeah. mean, I think it's time we wrap it up. We did. We gave you guys a little bit of extra, extra long episode. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us, especially with you know with our tangents about just catching up and Oscars and Scream Six. I will. If you're at this point, you already know I put the timestamps in, but mm-hmm. you could catch me at C2E2 on the first of April if you're there. And you can catch me on my other podcast, You Good With KJ, which will be still happening. I'm doing that every other Saturday, so it's not every week. But that will probably change once I graduate. And you can find me at Your Girl KJen across all social media. And for Cammy, You can find me on Instagram at Magic Ghost Baby. And you can find our show. Um, in the meantime, while we're on our hiatus, uh, on Instagram at GlitterAndGore.podcast. Uh, yeah. So we will see you in May. That's right. So, yeah, it'll be six or seven weeks off, but we will be back. No fret. It's just I'm going to be screaming into the abyss of my thesis. So until then, please keep it glittery. And gory. Bye. Bye.